And welcome back. I'm Ron Alesco. And our next guest is someone who, let's see, I guess it was about a year, maybe two years ago that you were on my show. Yeah. And you, I think, were still in high school at the time, if I'm not mistaken. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, I was 17. Yeah. Wow. Well, so much has happened, and I am so happy to have her back. Stella Prince. Stella, it's so good to see you again. And thank you, Ron, for having me. And it's it's really great to be back. Seriously. Well, it's good to have you back. And I, I know you're going to be coming back in our area. Uh, you could be doing a show at the bitter end on September 25th. And we'll be talking about that. But well, well since we last talked, uh, let's see, you've graduated high school. You continue to record. You continue to tour. And you've moved to Nashville, which is uh, that's that's a pretty big jump. It was a very, very big deal. Um, yeah, it was right at the beginning of, of this year. So I think it was like the last week in January of 2023. And it was it was a big deal. Nashville's is a place that I had been kind of on and off every couple of months since I was really 14 or 15. And I always knew that I, I was going to end up here eventually. But it was kind of just up to like the right moment. And mm -hmm. uh, it was just really, it felt so right this year. I was like, I'm doing it, 2023. <laughs> This is it. And um, yeah, it's been great. It really has. Well, I'm, I know you've uh, been doing a lot of work in Nashville. In fact, you, you started a, a showcase at a place called The Underdog, which uh, very ambitious. Uh, to tell us about the, about that showcase. What is it, a monthly event? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's once a month. It's um, Nashville's only all-female folk showcase. Uh -huh. I kind of thought like, I feel like that was a, a space that there weren't too many events going on specifically for that. And I thought, well, what if I just kind of started this? So it's, it's five, you know, different all female folk performers every month and they each do a few songs and it's in showcase format and all perform and host as well. And yeah, we're bringing it. We brought, we just brought it to Boston. Uh, last month and we're bringing it to the bitter end in New York City in two weeks and it's also going to be a part of a Americana Fest here in Nashville which right. is very exciting it's my first time going to Americana Fest so it's it's really exciting to see like the Stella Prince and Friends and the lineup and all that and um, we're also going to be taking it to London England in October as well Wow, yeah. that's fantastic uh, who are some of the performers that uh, that you've had yeah, we have had tons of different performers from all walks of life. They all have to be based in Nashville, though. Mm -hmm. And um, the the performers for the Americana Fest lineup are really special. Um, one is Julie Williams, who is an amazing, amazing folk singer. She was just named as CMT's Next Woman of Country um, and kind of spans so many different genres. And another one is... Um, uh, oh, Issa Burke. She's fantastic. She's mm -hmm. on tour with Eva O'Donovan. Um, just so many, so many different amazing folk singers. So, yeah, it's it's been really exciting to kind of see that grow and like come to life. And I just started it a couple of months ago. So, yeah. <laughs> now, now, one thing about Nashville, it's been a few years since I've been there, but um... I mean, you, you you can't sneeze without hitting a, uh, another musician in Nashville. It is. <laughs> That is the truest thing I think I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, is it a lot of competition for gigs and such? Yeah. There's a massive amount of competition. And I, I was expecting that in a way, but not as much the like intense, like backstabbing. Yeah. 
sets. Like I wasn't quite expecting that because like everyone's going to be older, you know, that doesn't happen anymore. Well, it does. It does. Wow. But it, there's just so many musicians. There's there's so many people. I, I think it's about 75,000 musicians. One city, which is amazing. It really is. I mean, it, it makes just so much opportunity. But then again, the opportunity, there's only so much people can can choose, so many people people can choose, and it just gets very competitive very quickly. But yeah, that, that that's like everything, you know. And, and sometimes that competition is good because it, it inspires you, you know, when you hear other artists exactly. doing songs, you know, right. it gives you some ideas sometimes and uh Exactly. It's it's been good for me actually. I I really do well with competition and there's so many young women, you know, kind of around my age that are here whether they're, you know, in college or they're just doing this full time. You know, there's so many and it's kind of great to be able to just look around and see what they're doing and just listen to their music. It it's inspiring. It really is. Sure. Uh, you just recently released a single and it obviously shows the uh, Nashville influence. It's a little more country than some of the earlier music that we played from you. It's a song called Two-Faced. Uh, tell us about it. So Two-Faced, Two-Faced is like one of well, it is the first song I've ever recorded in Nashville. And um, it's the first of a few recordings that I've gotten to do with Steve Fischel, who is an amazing, he's a Grammy award-winning producer, and he's also Emmylou Harris's lead guitarist and band leader. And he, he was an original member of her hot band in the 1980s. And he's amazing, pretty amazing. And so I met him very briefly, like, briefly like two weeks after I moved to Nashville the first week of February and he's like oh you know let's talk sometime and flash forward a couple of months and, and we're recording together in Nashville and that's pretty much been the highlight of my year I mean it's just been amazing to get to do that and it was one of the first times I've ever worked with a full band um, there was about like five other musicians and he played steel guitar on everything and it was amazing it really was it was such a special experience and the whole thing was just so inspiring and Two Face is like the first song that really kind of like took off for me because it ended up playing on BBC and NPR All Songs Considered and Sirius XM and all that kind of stuff and that's the first time that's ever happened so it's it's been pretty cool to see it grow. <laughs> i 
And that was Two Face, the new single from Stella Prince, who's uh, just writing some incredible songs. And uh, you know, we're following her career the last couple of years from high school now to Nashville. And uh, it's still a learning experience. I mean, you've said you've been in Nashville really only since the beginning of the year. Yeah. What are some of the lessons you've learned so far? Mm, that's a great question. Um, I think the biggest lesson is that connections are the most important thing. um, You know, when I first came to Nashville when I was like 14, I I didn't know anyone. I knew like one person literally. And it it was so like upsetting because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. And I had wanted to move to Nashville when I was like 14. I was like, (laughs) I'm just going to do it, you know, and my parents were like, well, let's just do it for a few months and see if you really like it. And I lasted like a week, I think. (laughs) And I was like, I just, I don't know anyone. There's like no point in me, you know, and almost all the bars were 21 and up and it just was a bad experience. And so we, we ended up going home and going back to Nashville, like every couple of months for a week. And that was a way better kind of opportunity because it got me to like okay condense everything into five days and I could meet with like five people a day just for that one week and Mm -hmm. every time I went it like advanced my career so much and connections just really are the most important thing in the world for for any entertainment um, that you do it just it really is so crucial to know people and um, that's definitely been a struggle because my parents aren't in an industry I didn't know anyone growing up in upstate New York And so that was the biggest, I think, hurdle and um, just trying to figure out how to like make that happen and how to meet the right people, I think is like so important. Well, it's meeting the right people, but it's also having the talent, which something Mm -hmm. you obviously do. I mean, we, since you were in high school writing songs, uh, you know, you were obviously a step above uh, many other people your age and songwriters who were actually around for a lot longer. I mean, you've been writing some songs with um, some really deep feelings, obviously personal songs. Yeah. Um, but has Nashville changed your music at all? I mean, like when you were upstate New York, I don't remember that country feel to, to your music as much yeah. as was evident in, in the song we just heard, but is that changing yeah. your whole perspective on writing? I think it's, it might've changed the production a little bit for sure. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the songs, I honestly just think that it's made my songwriting so much better because just anywhere I go, I need like new experience. It just makes like me have so many new ideas. And that's really been like the biggest thing in the past six months. I've written pretty much the best songs that I've ever written in my life have been here um, just because it's a new perspective and also just hearing everyone else and, and getting to listen to so much good music all the time is also another, I feel, huge factor and something that I didn't have as much, you know, mm. not living in Nashville. Yeah. Are, are you doing a lot of open mics and such? or I haven't been doing open mics. I, I pretty much did a lot of them. Like when I first started out, I feel like that was a really good way to kind of know the music industry and community and, and hone like performance skills. Cause I was coming from a classical setting. Like I was mm-hmm. trained classically from the ages of seven to 14. And when I was 14, I was like, all right, I guess this is time that I should be my singer songwriter self and do this really professionally. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I kind of started with open mics and um, moved, you know, to restaurants and then, you know, um, bars. And then now I'm I'm really enjoying kind of doing ticketed venues and listening rooms. And I just did um, City Winery here in Nashville. 
And some like those kind of venues have been really so nice, you know, starting from the restaurants where nobody listens at all. <laughs> right. and total background music and to finally have a listening crowd is like such a reward. It's just amazing. Sure. I, I know you recently in the last few weeks, you did a little tour of the Northeast and you played at places like Club Passim in Boston and uh, Daryl's House uh, in, in New York State. Some some really wonderful venues. Um, that's always a challenge trying to get into places like this uh, and to, to to see where you're growing and to getting into. Um, how do you how do you get how do you make yourself known? I mean, a young artist. I mean, obviously you said in Nashville, there's so many people out there, but it's a lot of work to promote yourself, to get, get yourself known and booked. It's a massive amount of work. It really is. And I always had dreamed of kind of having a huge team around me to kind of do all of that. And I think that's something that will happen later on. But mm -hmm. right now, I think there's something kind of great about doing it all yourself. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now. And that's what I have been doing for the past five years. But you just know, you know, what to expect someday when you work with people, what you need to, to have them do and, and what to expect of people on your team. Because right now, you know, I'm doing all the booking, all the negotiation, the budgeting, social media, writing the songs, producing the songs, everything, I, you know, and it's really a full time job. And um yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good education. And I, I think, as you're saying, you know, it's it's something that's going to help you down the line because you'll you'll know all the tricks and you'll know, you know, a lot of managers and producers and such. Sometimes they can be a little shaky. So getting to know all that. But yeah. it, it can also take away from the creativity, I would imagine. Is that mm -hmm. do you find that struggling for time? Well, do I book today or do I write today? I try and fit everything in like every day do a little bit of everything. And that's really like been my goal is to just have like, I have like half an hour slots, you know, so like half an hour guitar, half an hour, <laughs> you know, all the things. And um, yeah, I try and make time for everything, but of course some days I can't, but yeah, I mean, the booking is definitely a full-time job within itself. Mm -hmm. um, that's something that I think I'll need help with in the next year for sure. Especially as more people know about you and want to book you, <laughs> it's going to yeah. take more time. Uh, well, we we heard the song Two Faced, and a, a little while ago, you recorded another song that was produced by a gentleman who I know very well, Professor Louie. Uh, you, you did the song Closing Doors. Um, now that this got a little different feel than the Two Faced we heard. Uh, how was that experience? Yeah, Closing Doors is way more. Um, I'd say non-country definitely more pokey right. root rootsy and um yeah professor louie it was kind of funny i heard about him for years living in woodstock and it it actually took a music supervisor living in ireland to connect us even though really? we were like <laughs> seven minutes from each other and we literally lived down the road from each other which i didn't even realize and um yeah i went to his studio like the first time i think i was 17 and um he was just incredibly supportive and incredibly nice and he knows so much and he was like let's just record a song you know i'll bring in some musicians and that was my first ever experience working with a producer 
and working with a band. So that was like a really big deal. Um, and we recorded it pretty much about a year ago. Um, and it was it was just an amazing kind of experience. And it's it's one of my favorite songs I've written. I actually wrote it um, summer last summer, 2022, when I was on tour in the UK. And um, I was sitting at the back of like our bed and breakfast in this tiny town. And it was overlooking like this whole cow field with like, <laughs> as far as the eye could see, just land, green land. And these cows, I started singing Closing Doors and I was writing the song like then and there. And all the cows like came up to me and uh -huh. listened. And they were like just listening the whole time and they wouldn't leave. And it was absolutely hilarious. And that's pretty much when I wrote Closing Doors. Um, but yeah, I'm opening up actually for Professor Louie at the Falcon in upstate New York um, in two weeks. And that's the first time that I'm going to play with him live. So I'm really excited. Lately I've been broken Cause no one's heart is ever Closing Doors by our guest today, Stella Prince, a song that she recorded about a year ago with uh, Professor Louie as a producer. 
And uh, Stella's going to be in our neighborhood. She'll be at the Bitter End in New York City on September 25th, a 6.30 p.m. show, 6.30 to 8. Stella, Prince, and Friends. Who are the, who are the friends that are going to be with you? Yes, there are some. I try and when I bring Stella Prince and Friends kind of outside of Nashville, I have to make all the other performers local artists. I feel like it's so important to sure. kind of showcase them. So, yeah, there's some amazing artists um, on the 25th. There, let's see, there's um, Allison Strong, uh, Susie McCollum, and I think two others. And they're, they're all New York City based um, and they're very, very authentic, kind of just pure folk Americana and really special. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm excited to kind of meet them and to get to showcase them. Oh, that's really cool. And now, now this is still part of the showcase that you're doing in, in um, at the underdog in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there's an organization behind that. Is, am I correct? Yes, that is right. So Change the Conversation is the organization that's sponsoring it. And um, they are kind of an amazing um, organization based in Nashville. And I first heard about them through, they have three women behind it that kind of founded it. And basically, it's just an organization fighting for women in music, um, specifically in country music and in Nashville in general. Um, and the, the three women behind it, one is um, Beverly Keel, who is the dean of, of um, MTSU's um, entertainment program. And the other is Leslie Fram, who is the head of CMT and just some amazing people, Tracy Gershon as well, who has worked with so many incredible people. Um, and so they, they kind of just came and, and asked, you know, if, if they could sponsor it. And I, I thought it would be amazing. And so that kind of came about um, in June. So like a month after I, I started it and it's just made the hugest difference. I mean, mm-hmm. they, their community is fabulous and everything they do is incredible. So it's been, it's been really cool to have them be a part of it. I'm so impressed with all the connections that you've made and all the uh, projects that you've been working on, not only recording, but doing things like this and going to London as well. you know, I, I know artists have been doing this for years who haven't done half the stuff that you've, you've done so far. Um, Thank you so much, really. Well, you, you, your, your songs, you released two singles so far. Well, I have more than that, actually. But yeah, yeah. Are, are you working on an album? Do you, what, what, are you, what are your plans? Yeah, so I released kind of my first EP that went to radio and was in CD format last summer called the 18 EP. And that was kind of my first intro into an album. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely want to maybe release another EP, but I'm, I don't think I want to release a full album until I have more of a team behind me or a label or just more people, you know, in on right. it. I don't think I'd want to do it all on my own yet. Do you, do you think you'll, you'll produce it yourself or you'll have somebody else produce it for you? I really don't know. Yeah. I honestly, it totally depends on how things go. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you luck with, with whatever you decide to do. Cause uh, the, the main thing is to keep writing and keep recording and, and that beautiful voice that you have. Uh, I think more people will be hearing you, especially as you continue to, to tour and perform like you've been doing. Thank um, you so much. Well, still, I've I've enjoyed talking to you again, and uh, I hope we catch up again soon. I think you're going to be at the Northeast Regional Folk Alliance this year. Was that yes, correct? absolutely? Yeah, it's my great. first time going. And I'm oh, always- great! Well, we'll definitely uh, we'll we'll run into each other there. I'm sure. Oh, I uh, but I hope our, our listeners will also check out September 25th at the Bitter End, Stella Prince and Friends, and uh, you can check Stella's website at 
stellaprincemusic.com. And uh, wow, more great things coming. Stella, I want, I want to thank you for joining us today on, on the show. And uh, I want to end with a song that we played last time. Now, this was a song that I think you wrote when you were still in high school. It's called Crying on a Saturday Night. And it, it kind of broke my heart. You know, I just started seeing, oh, doing somebody doing their laundry on a Saturday night. <laughs> Have things changed now that you're in Nashville? Yes and no. Yes and <laughs> no. I mean, I, I see a ton of people, but I'm not like going out, you know, and, and partying right. and, and that whole thing. It just, it never has really interests me all that much and i wanted to write a song for the people that don't do that you know for the people that are kind of sitting at home on the weekend maybe wishing they had friends maybe wishing they didn't you know or mm -hmm. they have friends and they didn't invite them somewhere mm -hmm. um, and so yeah i just wanted to write a song for them and for me and um that's kind of how it came to be so well it's a great song <laughs> i'm glad you wrote it and uh continued success and uh you. But don't be a stranger now. <laughs> the more that you're doing, I hope you'll continue to, to visit us and share us some great songs. I absolutely love to. And thank you again so much for having me. And I really want to stay in touch for sure. Oh, thanks. We'll talk again soon. And let's take a listen now to Stella Prince, uh, one of her early songs uh, called Crying on a Saturday Night. I was never good at love Have a long string of goodbyes Spend too much time alone Crying on a Saturday night I always told myself If I ever found the one My love would pour like a flood For the first time I'd get it right So why am I here? Still crying on a Saturday night I never felt like this before I was the one you all ignored I believed you seemed so sure But you don't come round anymore I was never good at love Have a long string of goodbyes Spend too much time alone Crying on a Saturday night I always told myself If I ever found the one My love would pour like a flood For the first time I'd get it right So why am I here? So crying on a Saturday night You said that I was the one You must have just been having fun Like a hit and run We've both lost and no one's won I was never good at love 
string of goodbyes Spent too much time alone Crying on a Saturday night I always told myself If I ever found the one My love would pour like a flood For the first time I'd get it right So why am I here Still crying on a Saturday night